0: friends. Welcome to So Fired. I'm your host, Dr. Lindsay.
1: And I'm Chelsea.
0: This show is all about how getting fired together fired us up to pursue our dreams.
1: We want you to learn from our mistakes, laugh with us, and live out the life of your dreams. Get ready to be so fired.
0: (laughs) Hey, friends. Welcome back to So Fired. I'm your host, Dr. Lindsay, and I'm here with Chelsea. Hey. Hey. (laughs) what's going on (laughs) not a whole lot and we have a guest in person today which is such a special occasion because typically we record virtually so what a special treat yeah i love being here thank you this week we're thrilled to welcome today's guest carmen barrenson carmen is the author of learning to fly and owner and ceo of not one but four a-line boutiques After cutting her teeth in the technology industry, Carmen founded and sold multiple tech companies, becoming a multimillionaire by the age of 33. With her combined business expertise and love of fashion, Carmen has put Denver on the fashion map. Learning to Fly, released in October 2021, quickly became Amazon's number one new book release. Is a story of her heroic journey towards living a full and soulful life.
1: Thank you for being here. Oh, <laughs> thanks for the opportunity. Oh, we are just thrilled. So, Carmen, yes. I don't need to I'm a really um, big fan, if I haven't already said. So, I am just pumped. Oh, thank you. Yeah, not- <laughs> so, So Fired is about life's detours turned into dream destinations, a series of left-hand turns made right, and turning life's adversities into advantages. Learning to fly embodies just that in a nutshell. It is. It is.
2: I mean, it's interesting because at first the book was actually called Gut Awakening for like 10 years because Mm -hmm. I really, that was what it was to me. It's like when you return listening to that gut, right? And as kids... They don't think with their head, they feel, right? And they're all feeling, and and sometimes it's a lot. And I think as adults, that returning to at least listening to that gut some, it was really interesting as we got closer and closer to publishing. Multiple people in my life were like, you know you can't publish it with the title (laughs) Gut Awakening. And I'm like, why? And they're like, gut? Like, it's not, like, I don't know. It was just really funny. And maybe I was snowboarding, and I was like, it's about flying. I feel like I fly through life now. It's learning to fly. It's learning to fly. And then it was interesting because I had written the whole part about standing on the logs as a little girl and really believing I could fly. So those of you who haven't read my book, as a little, little girl, I mean, pre-kindergarten, I used to walk outside and we had these logs that were turned sideways in landscaping like stairs, right? And so I would climb up to the very, very top. And you know, the very top was like three feet. But when you're only three feet tall, right, it's like double your height. And it's, it's big. And I would stand up there and I would close my eyes and I would literally start to flap my arms. I really envisioned myself like soaring and soaring over the houses, just flying. And then, you know, the next moment I was in the grass, fallen. I'd shake it off and I'd get up and I'd try it again. i do this for hours and hours and I really never thought I wouldn't fly. It was just, I haven't figured it out yet. Not consciously, but of course, <laughs> along growing up and being socialized in school and then all the wounds of life, you lose that. I'm 47 now. And I know so many 30 year olds and so many 40 year olds and many 50 year olds who still, they don't fly through life. They muster, they're manic, they're
1: intense, they're frustrated. I mean, it's not flying. It couldn't be further from flying. What I envision when you say flying, I envision you soaring, mm-hmm. right? That graceful, just catching uh, a wind, right? right? <laughs> catching the air, yeah. seeing a bird. And Then just as you mentioned a moment ago, when you say individuals are flying, what I envision there is they're whipping through life mm. without... Being mindful. Right. Right, right, right. There is a speed track. I mean, yeah, that
2: badge of busyness, mm-hmm. I think. Brene Brown coined that maybe, but, and it's true. I mean, I wore it for a long time. I really did. Yeah. I thought, oh, I am busy and I am important and I feel good. And yet really, if I paused, I was just exhausted mm-hmm. and weary. And so it was far from flying. And you look at a bird. Yes, there's some effort, but there's also this ability and aptitude that, makes it very effortless and they really do you know when they fly thousands of miles to not migrate they're built for it and i think that i want to remind women now you're built to fly you really are we are built as humans and soulful beings to connect with that energy in the world. And I'm not talking about woo woo, go off to a shaman retreat. And, you know, I mean, that's wonderful, but I'm just saying, I'm talking about in
1: daily life, like you can fly every day. So with that being said, how would you encourage individuals to start soaring? I think, well, when you have to get quiet
2: to soar, that's number one thing, even, even as this book has been out and I've been talking to people and I've been getting just amazing Text messages and DMs and everything like that. It's like really a lot of admitting, I can't be quiet, Carmen. I can't. I'm I would, terrified. E- environment yeah.
1: doesn't really, is not conducive necessarily. Oh, you it's have not. to like work against the current. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. It's a discipline. It's an actual
2: act. It's working out or it's like having a skill. If you If you say, I want to learn a language, if that was your New Year's resolution, right? It doesn't just come. Like you don't wake up fluent in Spanish or in French or in Mandarin. You make effort. And it's the same thing with being quiet. It's an effort. It's an effort to actually carve that into your day and do that. But then on top of that, and this is where I was very vulnerable in telling my story of saying I was terrified. I mean, it is not a joke. When I was on that plane to Hawaii, I wasn't trying to be funny about not getting off that plane. Like I truly was not going to get off that plane. Like the thought of being alone and having no noise, no clients no friends, and just being terrified me absolutely to the uh, core. Look at your soul. even choking. Oh, it, it <laughs> is.
1: It is choking. It is like. Your <laughs> soul's like, agreed. <laughs> I can't breathe. I mean, and, and so I just want to
2: norm that. I mean, I really do. Like, it isn't just like, mm, that's a little scary. It's like terror. So what? If you could give people two, three points, like the actual how. The actual how is just do it. I mean, I can't say it enough. It's like get quiet, like literally, well, decide, make a commitment, like get by yourself. I was able to join a book club that had read my book via Zoom, but it was so interesting because one of the ladies was vulnerable enough to literally say, She has teenage girls. She has a full life. She's very successful. She has her own practice like you. She has this very full world. And it's been this calling to like get quiet. They have a house in Bale and she'll never go up there by herself ever. And literally... She was like, I need to go. And then she was like, if Carmen can get on a plane to Hawaii, I can drive to Vale." And she did. She literally just made the decision, one impromptu, like one night her girls were taken care of. And she's like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm jumping in the car and I'm going to Vail by myself. And she said all the way up there, she was like... I'm terrified, but she's like, if Carmen can fly, if Carmen can fly to Hawaii, I can drive to Vail. Carmen can fly to Hawaii, I can drive to Vail. And she literally got there and she's like, I was terrified. I was shaking. I was like, I don't want to do this. But she knew at a soul level she needed to do it. Really, truly, it's just doing it, you guys. It's literally just doing it. And that might be just going hiking by yourself for four hours, like there's a great loop in Evergreen. If anyone, you know, DM us, I'll tell you where it is. Like it's an eight mile loop. It's totally safe. You know what I mean? But it's going to take you a couple hours. Do it by yourself. Like start there. Lay in Shavasana after yoga for 10 freaking minutes quiet. And this is where I think, norming is it panic? Do you want to throw up? Yes. All of those things are very, very real. You're not the only one terrified of being quiet. And I think then it's like, why are we so terrified of being quiet? Well, sure, we're terrified of being quiet because when in the quietness, we replay all those mistakes we've made. We refeel all those pain. And that's where then I needed a trip to stay in it. You know, it took weeks to stay in it. and to, I was terrified for weeks of just like, I can't get quiet, I can't get quiet. And then finally, when I was like, okay, I'm going to feel it all. And I'm not kidding. When I say in my book that I literally thought... I'm going to wake up in an insane asylum. I'm going to wake up in a straight coat. I'm going to wake up having gone mad because I truly feel like my head is going to pop off. I'm going to lose lose my mind. Because I thought if I feel everything that's in me, if I really let it all come out, I'm going to go insane. Like, I'm going to lose it. You and were
1: processing it like an entire lifetime at was. point.
2: I was. in. Pro- yeah, I was in processing abandonment of my dad, rejection by my dad. I mean, horrible parenting. But, I'm processing death of my mother. I'm processing divorces and mistakes yeah. and men and oh my gosh, you know, everything. But also I think everyone's like, that was so brave. I was like, no, 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 no. It mm-hmm. wasn't out of bravery. It was out of exhaustion. And like, survival.
1: And survival. Right. I I envisioned like an emotional rehab. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Like crutches and yes. like
0: guides, yes. emotional yes. guides to yes. get you
1: through. Because if again, from my perspective, it felt like if you didn't make that choice at that time the trajectory of your life would have been dramatically different and not allowed you dramatically like in different Lindsay's chiropractic world yes. there's what subluxation yeah and subluxation. That, you know that's the release when you have an adjustment and you're back in alignment it frees up that that energy yes and what you did yes. emotionally yes. gave you the next alignment. Yeah yeah alignment with the universe alignment with myself and align. A line, (laughs) line. line. yeah. I mean, I was like, that did not, you know, that (laughs) I didn't miss that, right? I don't know that that's what it was, but for me, I was like, oh,
2: yeah, that was a mind blowing moment. It is fun. It's so fun, and and it did lead to having this phenomenal company that we get to empower women every day, right? People ask me all the time, they're like, say something like, oh, you own retail? And I'm like, no, 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 no. I do not own a retail store. I own a women's empowerment company and I'm completely serious. It's not a spin. It's not a marketing pitch. We wake up every day to empower women and our tool in our toolkit, right? Isn't adjusting or isn't that medical science. It is the power of styling and clothes and making someone feel five years younger or five years older, right? More Mm -hmm. powerful and more confident or five pounds lighter. It's lovely. And it did lead to that and this beautiful, beautiful world that I have now. But I can tell you, you will never get there without sitting in the dark night of the soul. You will never get there without being still ever, 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 ever. If you even think, oh, well, they never got quiet, but they have it all. No, they don't. You can have a lot of money and be weary and tired and stressed and not sleeping and unhealthy.
0: Yeah. I've cycled through that multiple times yes. where I built up the practice. I'm yep. really busy. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Yep. A badge of honor. And I'm so burned out. And then I realized, okay, that's not the right path. Let's take some quiet time. Like you said, going up to the mountains. Yep. I try to go snowboarding once a week by myself. Lovely. Yeah. Just to get out of the quiet because it allows me to sit with myself and say no to people. And- Because I feel like sometimes as women, even though we need to be quiet, we also need a voice and we need to be talking all the time and like get our opinions out. But that quiet is just as hard to find.
2: It is. Yeah, it is. But I love that you have that practice, right? Mm -hmm. You have a habit in your life, right? Like the habit of drinking water or the habit of, Mm -hmm. you know, juicing celery, which I'm on (laughs) a celery juice kick right now. But, you know, we have these habits and they really do produce goodness in our life. And I love that your habit is going snowboarding by yourself. And you're not, that's not your vacation. That's like a discipline. Right. And I think that's what women, we don't give ourselves that grace and that permission to say, no, you know, going and getting a massage or going and sitting in meditation or going snowboarding or going for a long trail run. Right. Mm -hmm. Those aren't luxuries. Those are necessities. Like that's the path. That's the way to enlightenment and to this soulful living, like soaring life. It really is. And, you know, and it's interesting. I think that's what I still want to reframe because totally like I have a 10 year old. I'm like, okay, well, you need a good, you need a good college education if you're going to achieve this. Like, but we don't say, well, to soar in life, you need to snowboard, right? right. That, like, you need fun. You need fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, skiers, I hope yeah. I haven't offended you. There's, I mean, I, I, I am <laughs> I, I ski too. It's oh, okay. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do both. I do both. You it's know.
1: It, like an emotional education. It is. We neglect that. Yes. And maintaining our emotional health. There's a big gap. And more now than ever is there the importance of instilling that in our next generation. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they have a huge burden. I'm really concerned for them, mm. right? They have more of a burden than, you could just see how this is starting to play out. This is a whole nother episode, <laughs> These are not theories or conspiracy, it. but I often find myself concerned for the, the task that they are going to have to endure. Yeah.
2: And I think, you know, it's interesting. My 10 year old is just starting to roll over from constant play now no. to mm-hmm, into shooting on herself, right? No. I mean, she literally, I mean, we're talking in the last three months, like three months ago, as much as I'm like, "Oh, wait, can we put something else together? She's like, no. I'm like, okay. And I let her, I mean, people meet me and they're like, wait, you are like a fashion icon and your daughter is like not matching. I'm like, oh no, she just does her. Isn't that great though? Oh, it's great. And I've never, I've never projected. I was like, oh, you're going to have a life of people projecting on you. I'm not going to start it. Just recently she'll walk in. She's like, does this match? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're using your head. And there's, there's a beauty. I'm not saying that, but it's starting that like, oh, should I wear my head back or should I wear it down? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, honey, what do you feel? And so I do. I'm like, what do you feel? What do you feel like now? Think about, do you want it messy and kind of carefree or do you want to be more polished? And do you feel like it's going to feel better throughout the day with your hair back? And she's like, and that's
1: a good lesson for life. This is just about clothes at 10. This is like, do I feel like taking this entrepreneurial, like leap? Yes. Right. Because I find myself asking. Yes. I'm like, don't, do I even remember how to like answer my own questions? Yes. Well, that was that other theme
2: in this book club was that theme of like asking yourself, well, what do I want to do? And it's amazing to me. And it's, it'll be, it'd be so cool in like, you guys are listening to this comment. Like, do you ask yourself, what do I want to do? Is that a natural habit? And most, exactly. No. oh No, Chelsea's <laughs> shaking her head. And lead. Most women do not lead with what do I want to do? They lead with what should I do? What needs to be
1: done? Right? And it's always for others. It's always it's for others. It's never for no, us. No. And oddly enough, if we led with us. I think others would follow. Oh, yes. I mean, I lead. Like, people, you know, you know what are you saying? You're your say in your, like in your bio, like, yes. leader. And yeah. I
2: was like, that says it all. But yeah. I mean, you were saying, what are some practical things? I mean, one practical thing to do mm-hmm. tomorrow, like, every, or t- starting today when you're re- listening to this, is ask yourself, what do I want? To do and immediately people are like oh no no no! i can't ask that it doesn't have wrong space for them like you don't have this is your life mm-hmm. this is your life this is your human experience right you don't get to go back even two hours you don't get to go back one day so what do you want to do and it's not a selfish question mm-hmm. it's actually a very empowering question to everyone who's in your life because when we take care of ourselves and we are self-aware and mindful enough and do the work of figuring out what we want to do, it takes that burden off of everyone else. Right. And those are those needy people where you're like, maybe you should get some sleep or maybe you should go and you have to take care of everyone else and figure out their life for them. That's a very needy person. And it's very exhausting to be around those two people. Right. You
1: see that example in relationships. right? Oh, yes. Put your own oxygen mask on first. Yes. Be you first. Yes. And then they will come. Yes. And that applies to family. Yes. But somehow it seems like we get that message lost. Mm mm-hmm. We're a better person if all we do is give to others. No, it's, you're not a better person. You're really not. I wasn't. I mean,
2: I can only tell you my journey, right? Right. But I could attest to where I am now at 47 and people say it to me. Oh my gosh, Carmen, everything you turn, touch turns to gold. And it's true. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But it's true. But, but it's not. It's because I am very mindful. Of What do I want to do? And it doesn't mean that you don't do that respectfully. Does that make sense? Like, it doesn't mean that you don't do it just like, oh, I'm a princess and the whole world revolves around me. No, that's not true. But I'm talking about even being aware, you know what? I actually really need a good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I have to figure that out. No one else needs to figure that out but me, right? No one else needs to figure out that this workout routine isn't working for me, but I need to figure out something else. Or no one else needs to figure out for me, I hate my job. And what do I hate about it? Is it the people? (laughs) Is it the environment? Is it the clients? Is it what I do all day? Is it the environment I do it in, right? It is the most mature, it is the most selfless thing. Honorable. Honorable. Right. For you to do the work,
1: get quiet and answer those questions. I've witnessed Lindsay do the same. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I need to go skiing. Yes. And that is a structure. And as many times I'm like, can I, can I come up in the car? But eventually I learned yes. how that just renews the soul to allow her to be able to, not to put words in your mouth, but from what I've witnessed, mm-hmm. it, it, it renews her soul to be able then to give back yes. because no one's giving to you.
0: Right. It just goes back to having fun because that's something that, like you're saying, what do I want to do? Like I want to have fun every single day. And that totally attracts the ideal clients. It attracts the ideal friends. It attracts like the ideal environment. And I'm having so much fun right now in business and it's just flourishing on its own. So my question for you is when you started A-Line, I've had a lot of whispers in my ears from the day I started a lot of things I should be Mm -hmm. doing repetitively. Is there one sentiment that was repeated over and over again to you when you decided to buy the A-line boutiques mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. go down the fashion route.
2: Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There are sometimes it's like the universe keeps you keep seeing signs of mm-hmm. something, right? And it really is it's those angels just reminding you and that in your own intuitive spirit going, "Hi, do you can you hear my voice? Like mm. I'm in here." Yeah. But I had walked into a line to shop. So there's one location in the landmark. Right. I walked in and very quickly learned that the both owners had moved overseas. Just the lease was up and they were going to liquidate the business. It was just that feeling something. And what I had learned by that point, mm-hmm. right? I'd been practicing it for a couple of years, right? Is I went, oh, wait, I feel something. And I that ability to pause right then, close my eyes. And I was like, what do I feel? And I was like, I want to buy this. Mm -hmm. And now, my next thought, my mind, that was my heart speaking. That was my intuitive self. That was my soul, right? Mm -hmm. Then, my very next thought behind it, my head was like, You idiot. (laughs) Like, you are not going from tech to retail Mm -hmm. for so many reasons, right? I mean, you know nothing about it. The margins are horrible. Are you kidding me? They're going out of business for a reason, right? All those Mm -hmm. like flooded. But what I'd also learned to do was literally saying, It's almost like this third. Therapist being in the room, right? Saying, I hear you, right? Mm -hmm. All the reasons. Mm -hmm. What I was able to do then was say, okay, wait, let me separate these mind. You're right. Retail is hard and it's a different industry in this. And then I was like, I acknowledge those. And then I went back to my heart and I was like, okay, I heard you. Okay, now you got your piece. Now my heart, heart, why did you say you want to buy this? Mm -hmm. And I went back to my heart, still acknowledging, still holding all the mind things, right? But went back to my heart and said, what about this do you like? And all of a sudden I was like, and what came right behind it is I have always known the power of clothes and so many women need to find themselves. Like they need to come back alive, right? Or they need to feel alive and empowered in their 20s, whether they're being a badass in work, mm-hmm. you know. And they need that power of clothes and they need that power of styling and and I was like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. But what's neat is is then you go back to that mind and you go, okay, well wait a minute, mind, thank you so much mm-hmm. for the knowledge and experience that retail's hard. How do I do this smart? And then it's like I don't know, for the business people on the fall, it's a SWOT analysis, right? Strengths, yeah. weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And then you can sit down. I didn't just go, oh my gosh, I want to buy this. Can I you your check right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, there was a logical process. What about-
1: was it your heart that spoke to, let's open three more locations? Um, Okay. So, yeah, that's because <laughs> that is a huge undertaking. Retail is such an unstable industry. You've got major corporations like mm-hmm. threatening to like bankruptcy, closing, oh, yes. chapter this. And you're yes. like... I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm
2: gonna open I'm three. In. Yeah, let's open three more. Let's have four. And let's do like a total the, of four. The, oh yeah, I, yeah, total four. But even moving one because the other thing is is to do gray space build outs. I mean, anyone who's done a gray space build out, please like just do a little like hand in the air, like that was <laughs> so painful. Yeah, that's just so painful. But what made me go from one to four? And <laughs> not and, just two. Not just four. two. Right, four. Well, what it was was after a couple of years. So, a line when I bought it was doing three hundred thousand annually. The, yeah. next 000, the next year we did seven hundred thousand. The next year we one point four million, and then we did one point seven million. And sure. I was like, okay, so in three years or in four, I've grown this from three hundred thousand to one point seven million in a strip mall. Oh, I'm sorry, in a lifestyle center. That's what <laughs> you know, but That's for cool me, in a strip mall yes. in Greenwood Village, like <laughs> exactly. it's not even in Denver, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's a nice area and it's a nice part of town and stuff like that. But still, we're not talking Michigan Avenue in right. Right. Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. And so I'm like, okay, there's something here. But this was the reality, though, is that we were closing the books at like three and 4% net profit. Sure. I mean, or loss even. I was not making money. And I didn't even know if I was making money. I didn't even have good bookkeeping. And I was just a mess, mm-hmm. right?
1: I mean, most right, entrepreneurs, yeah, yeah.
2: right? I'm the vision. I've, I mean, now like, we have the most amazing CFO that actually she, like educates she, me constantly. She's like, mm, no, that actually won't make money on that. I'm like, well, wait, no, I did this. And she's like, but you forgot about this, this, and this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that yeah. anymore. Never mind. You know yeah. what I mean? You're right. Um, yeah. you're right. Okay. Thank you. But for real, what happened is, is that I got to a point after many years going, I made more in the stock market, right? I mean, just mm-hmm. in really, you know, basic investments than I did over here and it cost millions, right? I mean, it was, just you have to you know, fund funded it at all. Oh, I funded. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? I mean, the purchase of it wasn't because I just bought it for the assets and that was Mm -hmm, fair and stuff like that. Like they were just going to liquidate. So I just bought it for the assets and gave them a few thousand for the name and stuff like that. Like it was a very fair, that makes sense. Very basic. Right. But then- we had, I mean, $2 million of inventory. Like that was all my personal credit cards. Like you buy it, you fund it. You, you know, it's not like consignment. It's like, oh, I want new hangers and I want new mannequins and we want to do advertising and we want to do, I mean, all of that, I just kept funding. Right. I want to hire more people. You know it. Every (laughs) business owner knows it. Right. And so no, I was just, it was just cash and cash and cash and cash. And so the reality is, is that I got to a very honest point of saying, i either need to just start like shutting this down and actually try and recoup some money right and then get out and say that was fun that was a you know that was an adventure or the only way i'm going to make money is to scale this that was the brave that was the scary because was that the heart well it was it the <laughs> what heart body was part tells oh you my do gosh that. i mean i'm still like i literally have tingling from my head down to my toes like just shivers because what i asked myself was Am I done? Am I done with this? Is this chapter done in my life? Right? And I was like, it's not. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, Mm -hmm. damn it. I just, you know, my head was like, no, 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 be done. Done be done. You know what I mean. Like go back to tech. You made money there. You know what I mean. Like, but I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to. And it was the heart. And it was like I literally heard women. You guys like to bring in new clients. We would do a charity event. We'd like host your charity event here or whatever, and we'll and do a fundraiser, right? And so I remember, like it was yesterday. This woman walked in. We're gonna call her Sue, but her name's not Sue. But Sue walked in, and she lives in Wash Park, and she has four kids. And those four kids are really competitive on the ski team. She's a nurse. Her husband, very successful. And her life is full. I mean, full, 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 right? But it is about her kids. It is about being a nurse. Very giving. I mean, ridiculously giving. And about supporting her husband in his very successful career, right? And their house and and all the things. But nothing you heard in there, her. There's no her nope. in there. No, no, no Sue. No. And so Sue walked in and she's looking around. And I walked up to her. I was like, oh, Sue. I was like, hey, welcome. You welcome. Know, Thanks for coming in. Have we started styling you? And she's like, she looked and she goes, "Oh no, 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 no." She's like, "I'm here to support my friend." She's like, "Well, I'll, I'll buy the scarf. I'll buy. I can't. I'll buy something." And mm-hmm. I was like, "No, no, no. It's not about shopping. Have we styled you?" And she's like, "Oh no, 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 no." And she had on, you know, just a pair of jeans, tennis shoes, Patagonia jacket. Mm-hmm. Just, just very Coloradan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, well, we're just gonna pull a few things and see if we can have some fun." And I walked away. So. Got a stylist, said, you know, she, she pulled a room. And then after she pulled it, I was like, hey, Sue, come here. I just want to show you something. So we opened that. I was like, hey, you know, the stylist, Emily, would you take, you know, Sue through these looks? OK, so literally she goes in. And when that curtain opened, a different <laughs> woman emerged. Right. And I obviously I've told the story in my book. Is she opened this curtain and she walked out and she strutted toward the mirror and she's like this is me but this is the new version of me so she started shopping with us not every week I mean we're talking every like season change she would come in right that next summer I got a text on my phone and all it said was I'm on the soccer field and I just got checked out by four women and then all caps and I've never checked out in my life. Right. I called her and she's like, I feel cool. I feel relevant. I feel seen. I feel alive. And I literally, as I was making that decision, I was like, and that is not the only person who's that story has been told. Right. And who's called me. And I was like, I can't stop. I can't Mm -hmm. stop helping women. Come alive. Oh God. I mean, I may end up in a hut in Costa Rica opening a surf school. That's always my backup plan, by the way. That's a that's a really cool backup plan. Yeah, but I need to learn Spanish. You guys really do because my backup plan falls apart because I don't speak Spanish. But it was that soul's calling, it was that soul's heart, it was that longing that I was like, I can't stop. If I want to do this, if I want to help women feel alive and seen and powerful, and I love clothes and they're fun. I mean, I played dress up as a little girl, even though I was a tomboy. I played, you know, I played still dress up. Right. And I just, I was like, want to do this. Then I need to marry my mind Mm -hmm. and how to actually make money. Mm -hmm. Right. And that was like, okay, well then we need to go for it. And I need, you know, this, these Mm -hmm. stores.
0: Yeah. I feel like we're in a running on a parallel. I'm just 10 years behind you because I, see the women that I help and I do the life coaching with them and almost the conversations that we have during the chiropractic session and when they leave and they just feel so heard and so empowered I I was going back and forth and like do I want to do chiropractic full time I don't know and it always sucks me back in because it's so amazing to have that feeling of oh my gosh I created an impact on you that's creating a ripple in the rest of your life so yeah scaling is also in my future yes because it's addicting to be empowering people. It is.
2: It yeah. is absolutely because it's, it's soulful. You're creating life. Energy gives back and and you get blessed by it and all the above and yada, yada, yada. Mm.
1: What I envisioned when Sue walked out, you essentially, you started her on the threshold of looking inward. Yes. Through apparel. Even though that's the external. Yes. She now started looking that. inward. Oh, I'm gonna use that. It was that. like the entree into, like. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like <laughs> that. Oh okay. 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 I'll, I'll give, like, I'll, I'll give I'll you, you. I'll like,
2: the next <laughs> podcast. What Chelsea
1: said you know. No, and what Lindsay does, I've actually witnessed it. You see a patient go in behind the curtain. And then when they reemerge, mm-hmm. their soul, you can feel their heart and the energy leading them out into the world. Right. And it's very similar. And you're not 10 years behind. You're just on a different journey.
0: Right. (laughs) So like you said, you have a women's empowerment brand. I have a lifestyle brand. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really true.
2: But again, it's a practice. And so it's that discipline. But I love your question, Chelsea, at the beginning of like, what are practical things you can do? And that's why I didn't just make a bumper sticker, right? I actually wrote a book and I teased it out so that hopefully people as are reading it can pause in their own life and reflect and say, wait, okay, I could make this move. I can make this step. I could do this, right? And and it's those habits. It's an actual action. There's mm-hmm. actions. To paddle out takes effort. It takes skill. It takes balance. It takes muscle. It takes effort, right? right. And then to catch a wave takes the, all those things. But once you catch that wave, then it's letting go and flying. And there is that constant reward Rewarded with
1: that, like hopping on and taking that initial fear. Right, Like right. Instantly, you right. are rewarded yeah. with like the endorphins. Uh, instantly, mm-hmm. right. instantly. It's a yeah. ride. It is but, a ride. At
2: first, I kept falling immediately because I wouldn't let go. I was still trying to control. I was trying to control the the water. Well, I'm not in
1: control of the water. The wave. Or skiing. Or boarding. Same thing. Yeah, you're
2: not in control. Same thing. You have to let it go. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to just feel it and ride
0: it. Yes. I mean, I think that's why I love boarding so much. I started because it was also a challenge for me. Mm -hmm. And then you have to let your ego go. Oh, yes. You're like, you're going to fall. And gonna be 100% fun yeah. while you're falling. Yep. And you do get more of the flow in the boarding. I
1: love skiing, but
0: it's just more of a flow. It's more fun. Sure,
1: it looks more fun. Yeah, i to <laughs> tell you. What <laughs> you both, opinion. it sounds like what you both are describing is like a metaphor for life. Yeah. If we just released Yeah. and really just kind of allowed our heart or the environment to kind of slowly guide us, it really has our best intentions. It
2: does. I think it's a good question for everyone to ask too is
1: do they believe the universe is on their side? Or do you feel lucky? I or always do, like that. You one know, or do they, you feel you lucky? Get, yeah. yeah. Cause then you know what they're subscribing to.
2: Oh, totally. I love that question. Do you feel lucky? Because there's a lot of people who are like, No, I'm not lucky. I'm the unluckiest person. I'm like, wow, that's that's Kind of wow.
1: Bummer. That's yeah, just a, that's bummer. a bummer. Like,
2: mm-hmm. it is. For me, I would have answered, Am I lucky? Be- before my awakening, if you would have said, Am I lucky? I would have said, No, I'm the most unlucky person. I was dealt mm-hmm. this, I was dealt this, I was, this. I would have totally said I was unlucky. And that's where I really did have the aha after I started feeling and stuff like that. I went, oh, Wait, the universe is actually good. Mm-hmm. It's on my side. I am lucky. But it wasn't until I dealt with my wounds and my pain and my hurt and my mistakes
1: were they mistakes though can't we just like celebrate our life's journey to get us where we are today i think when i paint people i can't call it not a
2: mistake right when i oh, when so- i intentionally used people mm-hmm. right Fair. it's a mistake i mean i very vulnerably i remember my daughter was almost 3 and it was just this will in this i was just tired i was so freaking tired at the end of the day. I just was like, I, I can't handle this. And she just, she was just being bratty. And I turned around and I smacked her so hard. I mean, mm-hmm. and the shock and the actual like impact, right? I mean, she just was stunned, right? But then the look on her face was fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually mm-hmm. scared my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And seeing her fear, I was like, <gasps> And that was a mistake, but it came from my exhaustion. It came from my wounds. It came from my history. It came from my past. It came, you know what I mean? Like, and I literally turned, I walked out. I didn't even try and comfort her. I just walked out and I was like, I'm going to walk downstairs. I'm going to take a break. And I asked myself, where did that come from? And I was like, where it came from? And I could answer it, but I asked myself and I didn't just say, oh, that didn't happen. Right. I didn't cover it up. I didn't also just be like, oh my God, I'm the worst mother. I'm like, no. I am a good person. I made a bad decision for a second, right? And then I paused and I owned it. And then I was like, where did that come from? And then when I answered where that came from, that's a whole nother podcast, right? Then I went, okay, I can start dealing with that. I can start sitting in that. I can start so it never happens again. And it didn't. It didn't because I was brave enough. And that's when I went back to my therapist too. Like I was like, okay, we got to unpack some Uh things because something came out and it was nasty. Right. But it was nasty. It was a mistake. It was absolutely a mistake. Right. Mm -hmm. Now lots in life, I do believe like I might go up and go, oh, it was such a mistake that I was in this accident. No, Mm -hmm. that was life trying to maybe avoid or this or connect or something like that. Right. But I think when we intentionally do something out of pain, out of fear and hurt someone else, it's a mistake. Like I want to live a life of not mistakes and mistakes, meaning that I have become whole enough that I am aware enough and mindful enough and in tune enough that I am living through a life that's really, truly living in love, right. And leading with love and being present. And it doesn't mean that it's not messy and it's not, it's not perfect. It's not smooth. Smooth is not Mistakes, right? It's still going to be bumpy. It's going to have left turns and left turns, which yeah. makes a right <laughs> turn. I love that, you know. But I want to live a life where I'm truly mistake free because I'm whole enough, and I'm have practices and a discipline of life that I keep full. Mm-hmm. Yes. and that's my goal. Like that's why I say at the end of the book, I'm still learning to fly. And there are some days, yes, I get I soar, and it feels so good, and it just. I'm connected and everything's magical and, you know, there is, it's yeah. like luck of the Irish and just everything <laughs> seems to work. And, you know, sure enough, I will tell you, those are the days that I have had sleep and I had did meditate in the morning and I am working out and I am quiet and my life has white space in it, my calendar. Right. And I'm not just packed, 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 packed. And, and I'm aware enough when i start to muster and I start to freak and do the human things that I'm like, pause, okay, breathe. Okay. What do I want? Am I happy? What do I need out of this? You know, really basic questions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm doing that practice. And then with that comes soaring.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I
0: feel like I'm sorry. I'm, I do too. Yeah. It radiates. Yeah. Right. This room's does.
1: got a lot of energy. Thank mm-hmm. you. And thank you for sharing that. That's very vulnerable. Oh, yeah, no, it's the,
2: you know, beginning. Everyone's wondering when the next book's coming out cuz they're like, "Oh, you have so many more stories." I was like, "Oh, yes."
1: I mean, every, <laughs> every several chapters I would text yeah. Lindsay. I'm like, "You are not going to I mean, it's a real page-turner. Thank you. A day and a half. Mm-hmm. I was it was captivating. And I have to say, I was surprised. I went in assuming while I was waiting for the 12 hours yep. for Amazon to deliver it, I Went in assuming that it was going to be more about retail, more about A-Line. And I was really surprised that it was only like 30 pages, 33 Mm -hmm. pages Mm -hmm. to be like exact. And I was Mm -hmm. like, whoa, it's a story I haven't really heard before. Mm -hmm. Right. Human stories can be similar, but this was specifics that I was like, oh, news. (laughs) Yeah. I had a couple (laughs) girlfriends who
2: read it before it got published and they're like, are you sure
0: you want to share
2: everything? I was like, I have to, I have to, because the prize, the goal of flying doesn't mean anything. If I am not vulnerable where I was, who I was, right? Because if you just say, live this beautiful life, I would lead with, well, you know what? You didn't have this and this and this in your life. And now I'm like, actually I did. And I made all of those mistakes. Like, it wasn't like I got cleaned up by the time I was 22. You know what I mean? Like it, you know. I'm still trying
1: to get cleaned up. <laughs> oh, we all are. At 45. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, any minute now, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one question that we always ask.
0: Okay, so... You have given us so much life experience and meditation and working out and sleep, and that really makes you feel like you're soaring high every day. But on the real, real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing every day? Like, are you watching Netflix? Do you binge watch some TV? Because for all successful people in the world, I just have a hard time believing that you are working and so focused all the time
1: I, you always hear these like buzz feeds or like yeah, instagram yeah. Or like five things before 6 a.m and, da, da, da. and I, i'm like we talk about this all the time it's like what are they doing exactly so we can kind of mimic or implement some of the same things in an effort to be successful within our own lives
2: yeah oh i'm doing yeah. both i'm doing but both. like what do you <laughs> really really doing yeah, yeah yeah i mean okay wake up what time do you wake up Oh my gosh. So, well, I usually, I usually wake up at um, 6.30 because my daughter has to get on the bus at 7.14, right? At the end of our street. That would be 80% of the time, right? right. After that, there are those times where, yes, sometimes I'll wake up about four in the morning sure. and I'm awake. And so I don't, for example, then like I get up. And I'm like, oh, thank you, universe. Like, this is my little quiet time. And there's times where by 8 a.m., I've shot off all these emails and, and really thoughtful, deep, like inventive, creative, all that kind of stuff. But is that every day? I think there's different seasons. Like... The thing is, is I even tried, like, I don't want to actually name a couple. I tried a couple shows that everyone's like, oh, my gosh, you should watch this. Because I really do. I love to veg. I love to check out. I love to. But like for what, um, a half hour? Well, no, no, no. Hours. But <laughs> 27 I, minutes. Yeah, I would love to, you know. But the problem is I get into them and I'm just like, this is just a lot of noise. It's a lot of mm-hmm. drama and ugliness. And I'm like, I really go, do I want this mm-hmm. in my life? Like, mm-hmm. I don't invest in people that have a lot of drama in their life, right? Mm -hmm. And have a lot of chaos and a lot of frantic energy and stuff like that. I just don't, it doesn't attract me. And so I'm like, why am I sitting here watching this? It's not like a should or a discipline. It's literally a heart like this doesn't feel good. Like I would rather be snowboarding. And there's different times too, like with eating. I mean, there's times I am like, oh my gosh, cart driver, two beers, full pizza, Yes. And yes. And yes. (laughs) And it feels fabulous. Right. And I indulge. I totally indulge. Right. Now, what I don't do is I don't shame myself. I don't be like, oh, you're such an idiot. You drank beer. all. I had a fantastic weekend. I had a fantastic, but I can't keep going with it. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that that's where I try a lot of things on. And there's, there's weeks where I have a really nice disciplined week, but it's again, because it actually feels good. I mean, that's the ironic thing is like celery juice does not taste good. I juice like even this morning, my daughter's sick. The, like there was a lot to get here and I still juiced celery. I literally took a whole stock and we're talking 30 ounces of celery juice, yeah. which is, you know, ugh. Yeah. but I don't enjoy it while it's going down. Right. But the thing is, is that I literally do the energy I have knock on wood, like everyone's been sick around me. I haven't gotten, I swear it's one of the things besides my probiotics and besides this, it's my celery juice, right? And so I'm on this kick right now, right? Now, you interview me in a year from now, you might say, how's your celery juice? I'm like, what? Like, does that make sense? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I have these ebbs and flows just like everyone else, but I'm constantly, even in like Netflix or in binge watching or in this, Or do I want to, even with something I love like skiing, right? Mm -hmm. Or trail running. I ask myself, I'm like, do I really want to do this? And why? Is it ego? Does it feel good? Is my heart wanting to do it? And there are times where I'm like, I don't want to go work out today. And I love working out. But you know what? Sure enough, I feel like my body's telling me you are on the verge of getting sick. You need all your energy and you need to rest. Right, you need more sleep. You need just even downtime, not even sleep. Like you need to actually watch Netflix tonight, right? And relax.
0: Yeah. Whatever feels good and intuitively yes. and intentionally. Yes. 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 I love that. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. And yes. yeah. You you binge and then you back off. And mm-hmm. it's I love winter. We're in Colorado right now. We're in winter. And it's a reminding to me, it's not always time to bloom. It's not always time to grow. Like there is a season for deadness. like Or you silence. Know. Or it silence. just feels
1: like there's silence in the air yeah. if you are somewhere near nature. Yeah. Right? And that yeah. crunching and it is a very mindful, whether you're skiing or snowboarding yeah. or something. Yeah. I've just learned to fall in love with winter. Yes. And I'm from Buffalo. So I had the opportunity. Yeah. But it wasn't until like this year that I'm like, it's peace. Yes. It can be peace.
2: Yeah. It's allowing, it's it's not shaming yourself like I should be growing, I should be blooming, I should be, you know, my business should be growing, or my kids should be getting better, or my house should be improving. It's like, no, sometimes it's a neutral, dead, normal, you know, just no growth zone. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's okay to be quiet and a little dead sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Because
1: just maintaining. I
2: was just maintaining. I, you're just, just waiting for that growth period. Because yeah. it will come. Right? It will come. It so will come. I mean, that's where I'm like, it will come, it will come, it will come, it will come. But what you're doing is you're still planting, in touch. you're
1: cultivating, right?
2: Yeah. It's yeah. like planting yeah. seeds. But it's, it's not gonna not even, come. But it's not even springtime. Like, no, no, you know no, no not yet. Like that's there's times where it's like, I am just going to do a puzzle all weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do nothing. Like I'm not gonna be productive. Like truly, yeah. right? But what definitely yes. defines productive. Right. But I'm not moving my needle forward in my business. I'm not doing anything. It, it, it's yeah. fun. It's play. It's neutral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, like my <laughs> real life, I mean, it is all over the board, but it is very mindful. I am truly mindful Most of the time, you know, and I'm mindfully aware that I'm doing a puzzle to 2 a.m., right? I'm very mindful the next day of how tired I was. Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? But I'm also mindful not to shame myself, Mm -hmm. right? And not to go, oh, I should have. No, no, I did exactly what I needed to do and I'm okay. Now I'm going to be mindful that tonight it's like, we're shutting it down. I'm getting to bed. I'm getting a good night's sleep, right? And then I'm mindful when I'm watching a show that's fun and everyone's in love with. And I'm like, how do I feel right now? And I'm like, I feel, mm-hmm. ugh. I know that feeling. Yeah, yeah, you know that feeling. Like that, that like, noise. That noise. It actually, it makes me feel bad. Yeah. If you really get into it, you actually physically can feel bad. Yeah. yeah so then I just, yeah. I turn it off and I'm like, you know what? And then that's a mindful decision and of like, no, I don't need that in my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying my best to make decisions that lead me to feeling more full, more light, more happy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually going after happiness, right? And I believe hugely, hugely, hugely gratitude is a secret. It's like the, we all want yes. the little pill and gratitude really is the secret pill of happiness. Oh, it indeed. truly, yes. truly is. So the soul for happy. I don't know if you guys have read that book. Not it yet. was written by a Google executive and, and engineer, and it is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's this balance of this, his life experience of losing his son Mm. and his scientific really journey going toward how am I ever happy again when I lost my son Mm. ever. And it's this engineer's mind. It's brilliant. It's called Mm. the solve for happy, you know, and it's the same thing that Brene Brown did in trying to come about in all her research, right? Like she started, she's a scientist, like she's a researcher and she always does it backed in science and she wants data. Right. And it's not just like this quantitative quantitative data, right? It's not just this cheerleader going, you can too. (laughs) You know what I mean? But his whole, I mean, when you boil it down, it is a practice of gratitude and gratitude. Mm -hmm. It is the magic pill for happiness. So, and I'll also (laughs) tell you having a 10 year old who's lived a pretty privileged life. I believe right now that's my secret weapon for Mm -hmm. her entitlement. Mm. is it's pause it's like no you literally pause and there's this pause of gratefulness mommy thank you for this or thank you for this or i need to stop and write a thank you card there's this mindfulness of gratitude that is my discipline with her it is my parenting that's humble keeps you it.
1: humble too it does and you can relate to others yeah if there is a foundation yes. of gratitude yes and acknowledging yes of the beauty in others yes right yes
0: yeah. yes 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 so yeah So speaking of gratitude, we're just so grateful that you're here. (laughs) really well done. Masterful. Yes. So where can we follow you? Yes. Thank
2: you. My Instagram is just my name, Carmen Berenson. Please Mm -hmm. also follow A-Line Boutique. Mm -hmm. So I have Facebook too, and I have LinkedIn, and we try and – get those all together and then also if you have read my book I'm not asking for this enough I need Amazon reviews yes. um, oh, so do please do we know please, please. about re- reviews yes, yes, yes I know yes. I know yes. I just know. so if oh. you have read it please 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 you know go and assign it oh do my you gosh autograph I will well, love <laughs> my, my flags, flags <laughs> and my highlights oh. <laughs> oh my gosh it's the best thing. I am waiting for the day you guys so I was walking through Chicago airport O'Hare I mean <gasps> did you um, see it no 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 this is years ago and I saw someone carrying an A-line bag oh. and I um, I almost, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? It was the first time. Now it's happened multiple times afterwards. Like, I mean, literally we're talking like in a Whole Foods in Santa Barbara, right? And I'm like, and I walk over, I was like, "That you have an alien badge. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I spent half the time, I was like, I'm Carmen. I'm, she's like, Oh my gosh, she's like, I love your story. Like, like, oh, yeah. like, that's my mom. Yes. Oh, that's my, my mom. You're that's my, mom. my mom. mom. Right, yeah. Oh, oh it's yeah. so much fun. So, I haven't had it yet, but I cannot wait. Oh. You guys, I will have this moment. I will literally yeah. do this for on Instagram. <laughs> when like when someone, when I'm walking down the plane, because a lot of people still read on planes, you know yes. what I mean? Or yes, I'm at sure. the beach and I'm like, people are reading their books and someone oh. has learning to fly <laughs> in their hands, I am going to lose it. I'm going to be like, coming
1: to like oh my god this is a crazy person like it's the first time yeah but that's me that's me that's my my life that was that was so much work and it's you know it really
2: is rewarding if anyone else has read it like i love Mm. the dms i love the text messages because you guys it took 12 years like it it, shows it it was hard like this is something i'm really proud of because i worked really 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 hard on it right and so to have that it doesn't fall on deaf ears like like, oh, I really enjoyed your book and this is what touched me. Like, I'm like, oh, please, can I have more of those? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it was so much work. It really was. So it's a celebration yeah. of your life. It is a celebration. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you haven't purchased your copy yet from Amazon, make sure you hop on right now. Yes. Get Learning to Fly. Yes. And re- leave a review for Carmen on Amazon, please. And speaking of reviews, Please rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe. While you're yeah, <laughs> reviewing. While you're reviewing, review our podcast, Five Stars Only, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And then take a screenshot of this episode, tag at So Fired, tag at A-Line, tag at Carmen on Instagram, and okay. let us know what your takeaways are.
1: Thank you. Yeah, Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Disclaimer. <laughs> this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram.
2: Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred
1: platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our
2: shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more,
1: head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.